What if you could do three steps today, super easy, that left you feeling like I can handle the stress that's coming at me over the next four weeks? I have some armor to battle through. I can defeat these obstacles coming at me and you can get to the end of this Christmas season focused on the meaning and feel less stress and less pressure on yourself. Would you do it? All right, let's go, friend. This is what we're doing in this episode today. Super simple, easy. I'm gonna sit with you, help you evaluate a couple things, reassess and get back to what matters the most, but tweak just a couple things so that you feel relieved by the end of this episode and you have a plan to attack that Christmas craziness and not let it impact your family too much. (laughs) Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to families that stick together to step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted, turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now, my mom, who let us have a sides-only Thanksgiving last year, Jennifer Zumbiel. You know, when I look at mom memes or little articles, little blogs I see online, I hear people talk, I think that we all have the same two things we worry about when we look back on our journey of motherhood, of marriage, of life in general, is that you know, we could sum it up by these two things, probably. We want to make sure we have little regret and less pressure on ourselves. And I think, you know, this time of year brings both of those. It brings the the possibility that we get to December 26th and we actually regret what we did with not you know, making it about the true meaning of Christmas. And we have so much pressure on ourselves and we realize that we just got through a really stressful period. When we are evaluating ourselves, so much of who we are, how we live, how we react, communicate, how we think, it's all built around habit, right? And do you stop, do I stop often enough to take a breath and assess our habits, especially this time of year. I know you're just like me. You go through each day, you wake up, it gets crazy. You try to find all the lost things. (laughs) You figure out what you're doing. You forget what you're doing. You forget an appointment, whatever. It's chaos. You're shoving kids food into their hands right before they run out the door for practice. And the chaos continues and we go to bed 
and we think, geez, I wish I would have done it a little differently today. And we wake up and we do it all again. (laughs) Why do we do that to ourselves? I think it's because of a lot of reasons, but one thing that we could say, and this would help us, is we are not stopping long enough to take a breath and assess our habits, right? And at Christmas time, I think this this really applies to right now because anytime stress builds up in our life, I think it really does go back to our habits. So I want you to pick one, one of your habits that you see is going to cause some problems over the next month, which I mean like if you don't get some control over it and practice an alternative to it, it will most likely lead to more stress for you. So I think the obvious things around Christmas time that would lead to, lead to stress would be like you're, you always say yes to things. You, you have a hard time saying no. That's a habit that can cause some stress this time of year. Another one would be um, you don't budget well. You're an impulsive buyer. Obviously, that's going to cause some headaches and lead to a whole lot of stress. No one wants the monetary stress. And then another one would be like maybe um, you have been slacking on your habit of working out. And so you know that if you don't work out, if you don't get control of that, that's going to cause you stress because you already know you're going to a lot of parties. You're going to be drinking more, eating more. And your calorie intake is naturally more this time of year. And that's going to cause you stress. It's going to make you maybe feel bad about yourself. Not that you should. I'm just saying we all know how these consequences go. And it can lead to more stress in your home and with your spouse and things like that. So pick that one again, that you see is going to impact the next month because you don't have this habit under control. And I want you to go through a little exercise that I think by the time you get through this episode, you will feel like, okay, I can grasp that. And I think that will alleviate some stress over this next month. Number one, own it recognize it know it's a weakness and accept it don't beat yourself up over it it's okay whatever that weakness is that's yours everybody has them maybe your spouse has said it maybe your kids have maybe you stay up too late it makes you not get any sleep it makes you mean in the morning i don't know whatever it is own it you know that's true about yourself The second part of that, once you figure out what it is, what is the opposite of that? That's probably the solution. If you had that opposite thing, how would your feelings feelings change about your outlook? So um, I just mentioned sleep, exercise. What about maybe you have a habit of always being on social media? The opposite of that would probably be, well, obviously be, not being on social media, but the feelings would probably be that you feel calmer. You're not comparing yourself to anyone as much as you used to. You're not being short-tempered with your children because they're coming to ask you something while you're in the middle of scrolling on your phone. Okay, so think about what is the opposite of that 
negative habit you have and what would your life and your feelings, not your life in general, but in different moments, how would the opposite impact your little moments? Now that you understand that feeling and you want that feeling, number three would be identify the obstacles that keep you from that. What is keeping you from being able to do that? Is it just as simple as you recognizing it and saying, you know what, this has gotten a little out of control. I need to get back to it. Or is there something more? Is the reason that you're overspending because you don't sit down and do a budget is the reason you overspend because you are always trying to keep up with the latest fashion trends and you put a lot of pressure on yourself for that. Is it for other reasons? I don't know. Is the reason that you don't work out because you go to bed too late? (laughs) Now we're getting multiple habits in here and you're just going to have to sit down and do a whole weekend retreat just kidding. But the point is we all know that there are obstacles in our way. And this is just an exercise to do something that you might not take a lot of time to sit down and think about. And we talked about this last week on the episode with Advent is just recognizing the obstacles that are on our path to prevent us from even making Advent about Jesus. And we worked through that. And now Let's just take those, the one habit. You don't have to look at every single thing right now, but look at the one thing that you want to work on and figure out if you can get some of those obstacles out of the way. Now, maybe going to, to bed late is because you are always doing laundry in the evening and in, in dishes. So maybe you start something that you stay really consistent with where the kids cannot get up and go to their activity, go to their homework, go play outside until they have swept the floor, wiped the table, washed the pans, and everybody works together instead of it coming on you at 8.30 at night. And as far as laundry goes, maybe you set a timer on your washing machine in the evening and run your wash that way. And then you, you know, wake up in the morning and dry it because it had just run at five o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Think of these obstacles that are in your way and figure out a solution that you could you could easily put in your your day today that will give you that instant win and make you feel like you are conquering that bad habit. And the last point here is something that I think helps all of us in anything we're doing and any goal we want to achieve is get accountability. Tell someone that you're working on this. Ask them to check in with you. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe you know that she struggles with the same thing and you guys become accountability partners on this. Send her a quick text after this podcast episode and say, hey, I I just listened to this one podcast episode and it challenged me to think of breaking a habit right now to help my stress go down at holidays and this is what I'm going to be working on. I know that you struggle with this too. 
What's a solution that you think will work for you? Let's talk about this. Maybe you guys hold each other accountable. Tell your spouse, tell your children, tell them you're working on this because when we announce it and we have those people cheering us on and wanting us to grow in that way, it always helps, you know, that little reminder, hey, it's 930. I thought you wanted to be in bed by 1015. Always, always helps. And it's definitely hard to do things on our own and stick with it. But habits are, they're the heart of what makes us run in so many ways. If you can fix one habit right now, that one habit you're thinking of, would that change the way that you enjoy the next four weeks? Would it change the way that you can actually have time to gather small moments of meaning with your family. Will it? Yeah, I think it will. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do all these big things, but it doesn't have to be like that. It really is all the small moments. And when you change a habit in the small moment, that that matters. And it's it's for one day. Don't look at it like, oh gosh, if I go to bed at 10:15, it's it's going to mess everything up. Well, maybe you can't stick with that habit for the next year, but maybe you can for 5 days this week. And that will feel like a victory and that will feel like you are able to overcome these things that you that pile up during the day that you know can make the day a little more anxious than it has to be. And as you do this and you open up these pockets of time in your day because the habit gives you those back, fill it with good things. What do you want to fill it with? What do you want to achieve? What kind of moments do you want to have with your spouse, with your children? And and look at them in like 10 to 20 minute increments. Those are the small moments that can be big. It's like anything, what we're talking about on here. If you take time to notice that you have the pockets, that you have the habits you need to change, that you actually already have the moments happening, then it it re-energizes you and it gives you the foundation for your family that you want to be building off of and the values that you want to be noticing. That That's why I made the together small holy moments for you all for Advent. We talked about it last week on the episode. I'm sure you guys have seen the printables. If you have not printed it off, go do so. It's at togethermoments.com slash holy moments. But all it is is slips of paper that is... It forces you to notice what you are doing during the day as a holy moment for God and for others. It's what the season's about. And these things happen in your daily life. But when you don't take time to write them down and talk about them, you could go your whole day and think that everything's negative or that there's too much busyness and we don't have time for this. But when you you really look at it, you realize, oh my gosh, we do have a lot of these moments. And we need to recognize this and we need to be really excited and passionate about making them grow. And we need to be proud of them. So they're little slips of paper and you just fill it in a jar by your nativity. It seems like such a small act, but again, it, it's it's the intention behind it. And coming together as a family, 
knowing that you are making this happen and you are staying focused. Go grab that, print it off. It's super simple. And if you want a little more intention, the Together for Advent game has all the stickers that you peel that talk about real life, applying the story of the Holy Family's journey to the birth of Jesus. And then you get to, of course, use the sticker to count up to Christmas on your Advent wreath poster. It does start December 1st. So if you haven't ordered it, it's okay. If, if you're a couple minutes late or a couple days late, you can catch up on the stickers. It won't be hard. That's at togethermoments.com slash shop. And if you have been watching our emails or watching on social media, there are two new Together products that are coming to our shop tomorrow. I'm so excited about these. They are physical products. They do not have stickers, but they are all about communication and helping you to speak words that matter in those small moments. Oh, and I totally forgot to tell you that we have a free set of Together Conversations uh, starter cards for family holidays. It's awesome. There there's 16 of them. They're shaped like stickers, but they're on rectangle cards that you cut out, you print at home, you cut out, and you can just place in a little basket uh, by your front door, on the table, wherever, and everyone can kind of grab one. It gives you awesome conversation starters with your family that don't feel awkward, that don't feel forced, that make you guys talk about good, sweet, meaningful things, funny things. It just really is going to make you connect in a new way instead of forced conversation or just same old, same old. Even if you're a kind of family that loves to hang out, it'll just add a little variety to your conversations. Not that all families don't love to hang out. I meant like (laughs) if conversation comes really easily to you, you guys are already super strong in that that area. This will just help and make it more fun. Okay. Go to togethermoments.com slash free. Scroll down and it's called Together for Family Holidays. Go print it off there. You guys have a great week. I am so thankful for you. I'm grateful that I get to hang out with you, friend, and that we get to travel this together. I hope that your Thanksgiving is very special with your family, and I hope that you are able to take some of these things that we talked about here and make some real a real impact in your day-to-day so that you feel less stressed and less regret and know that you can win and do all this and you can have those small moments matter big time. Check back in for a Together Armor episode later this week and I will talk to you soon. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.